what's good? It's your boy, South3706, back at it again with the committee podcast. If you're feeling the podcast, man, share with your family, share with your friends, hit us up, hit the like button, hit the repost button, give us feedback. Really want to hear from y'all and uh, look look out for the Facebook page that's coming soon, so be sure to like that too. So we're back at it again with the usual suspects, excluding Marcus underscore Sniffle. He is uh, incapacitated right now, you know, free market sniffles. But we got Love Killer Trey in the building. Uh, we got the girl L, Miss Bootleg Internet. Hopefully it's not tripping this time. And then we got Lauren back in here. So say hey, guys. Hey. Damn. Uh, Love Killer Trey, are you dead or what's up? Oh, oh, what's up? What's up? What's up? It's Love Killer Trey, aka Ice Cold AC. My bad. Yeah, something like that. All right, so starting off. So we have some stuff going on in the world like usual. Uh, this time it's nothing about President Trump, even though he's still uh, wilding out. So apparently we have a uh, some new planets out here. The uh, They're calling it Trappist-1. There are... Shout out to all the trap stars. Yeah, yeah, all the trap stars, Migos, uh, Future, Freemans. So there's like seven planets, and they're thinking that uh, a couple of them could have water, so that means there could be uh, other life out there. So what do y'all think about that? Actually, real quick, so if you had the opportunity to leave Earth and go to this alleged Trappist one, even though it's like 140 million light years away, would you consider it? Hell no. <laughs> well, easy money. I'm okay. I'll stay here. But I don't know why it's kind of a surprise. Yeah. I, I think it's kind of self-centered to think, oh, we're the only planet in existence with human life and so forth. It's so big out there. We know that. There's a lot of unknown territory. So I think it's great we were able to find it. But I'm good. Okay. Well, I mean, for myself, I ain't a science major or anything. I'm just a typical everyday nigga, even though I did get a B in uh, marine biology. Shout out to Orange Park High. Um, Definitely not shouting out Orange Park. I'm, I'm shouting out all my people. <laughs> right now. But um, if I had an opportunity to go to another planet, I wouldn't. I'm cool with being on Earth, you know, and yeah, that, fuck, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah, same here. Just I, I don't really care. Lauren, you probably saying the same thing, right? Well, I don't really know, but I had I, I have a different question, a follow up question, because I just had a conversation with this guy the other day and he was telling me that he doesn't really think that man went to the moon and walked on the moon. So I was doing all this research trying to figure out if there was gravity because he was saying like the picture that they had of the man or Neil Armstrong on the moon with the flag flying and they're there's like that's not a real picture. So do you all think that that was just bullshit and us trying to pretend like we were the first people to do something since we didn't make it first in outer space? Or do you all really believe Neil Armstrong walking the moon? I've heard of that conspiracy before, and I don't remember all the details, but I remember thinking like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. And a part of me walked away from thinking, okay, maybe it was a bunch of BS. Maybe we didn't really walk on the moon and we were kind of trying to show out to Russia and everybody else so that right. we didn't fall behind. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had a friend when I was in middle school used to say that. 
I mean, the only thing with stuff like that, like this actually kind of ties into what I said last week about uh, Kyrie Irving thinking the world is flat. With with something like that, that saying that we haven't been to the moon, like that's too big of a lie for that's too big of a lie for a lot of people not to have said something. Like there's people in your inner circles or people that you know that you can't even tell them, like you know, keep a minor secret, and they're telling thirty people. So. <laughs> something something like that, I don't believe that uh, that many people can keep that a secret. Like, that doesn't make any sense. I think it's been done, but that probably wasn't the first time. I don't I don't think – I think it was just a race to be able to say we did it first because Russia was right behind about to accomplish the same thing. And so I think that's where it really came up to. I think we did it eventually, but not right when they said it did. But I don't necessarily agree about not being able to keep a secret because when I think about like Beyonce and all these conspiracy theories around her pregnancy, like, oh, she had a surrogate or this time around she was artificially inseminated. But hell, she's like five or six months pregnant and ain't nobody know for months. So obviously people can keep a secret. I mean, and somebody okay, is well, you're comparing Beyonce and uh, the space program. That's that's yeah, but you're talking about things. the government. Like, yeah, no, yeah, the government is classified. Of course, they can keep secrets. Yeah. So you mean to tell me when you're 98 or 97, when you're on your deathbed, you're not gonna be like, hey, guess what? This is fake. At at what point? What do you have? Why would you keep that secret? Like. What do you have to gain from keeping that secret? Doesn't there's nothing special about that. But what do you have to gain from? It? So like, how will Americans' life change if we find out tomorrow that Neil Armstrong didn't really walk on the moon? Who's gonna care? So it's nothing. It's not like you're free. You're saying, oh, this person didn't really commit that murder. It was me on your deathbed, and you're gonna free somebody from prison. No one gives a shit whether he walked on the moon or not. But since you brought up the planets, I thought I'd just ask what everybody else thought about it. No one cares, though, honestly. No, fair enough. I don't care either. But um, this is interesting. Okay. All right, so first thing we're going to get into is we, we definitely picked a good episode to have y'all back on. The Amen. So some people like to think that, hey, you know, there's such things as a perfect mate. Now, with the – I don't uh, – I was I was uh, called out for not having my facts uh, 100% well. Shout out to you, secret person out there. But there is a, a large number of people on Earth. So to assume that there is a perfect match for everybody, uh, I think that's kind of far-fetched. I think people do what they have to do to make things work. But uh, I'll start with uh, L. What do you think as far as do you think there's like the perfect match out there for everybody or – no, I don't. I don't think that we come already pre-packaged, pre-molded to be somebody else's other half. I think with any relationship, it comes with a lot of uh, compromising, if you will, and it's all a matter of: Are you willing? Am I willing to compromise for you? Are you worth it? Is this relationship worth it? Does this mean enough to me? And so forth. So when you ask yourself those questions, and it answers yes, and it's like, all right let me adjust or let me help make you happy. And it's all a compromise. You have to be able to compromise. Not necessarily, oh, you already came my other half perfect. I don't think it's like that. Fair enough. What about you, Love Kill Trey? I don't think that they're... uh, I mean, the word perfect is just... It's so similar to the word never. So I I think yeah, I think that you can find a mate that has close to everything you want and you compromise 
on the little things and maybe that's the perfect mate but i mean i, I just i can't believe that there's anybody out here that's going to be perfect for anybody because we all are going to have some flaws that, that would be my thought I disagree because I feel like, which is. Well, you disagree with who? I disagree with all of you because all of you said there is no such thing as the perfect mate, and I'm like, I, I, the, I think the reason why this last breakup has been so hard for me is because I felt like he was perfect for me, and it drives me crazy that it didn't work out because he was perfect. Like there was no, we didn't have any issues. There were no character flaws. Okay, well, how was um, he perfect for you though? I mean, he, how was he? There was nothing, not one nuance about this alleged man or person. There not wasn't one I, thing. What, what I can't, what I, what I will say is, I do think, I do think that he. I, first of all, I'm a really different type person. I feel like we match well because I'm, I'm more of a person. I was raised in the sense of a woman should be submissive to a man. And so his mentality was, is, oh, I want to lead. I want to be the man in the household. He wants to be the breadwinner type thing. So it, it really kind of, it really kind of just worked and it fit together okay. so well. But, but I he do did think have flaws, he had some, right? No, I don't. I think the only real flaw, I guess if you even want to call it a flaw, is the whole, he was a little bit insecure. He didn't necessarily feel okay, like that's, uh, I should, that's, I should a feel small, like, that's a big <laughs> ass flaw. Let me say this though. Uh, when I say insecure, it's like, oh, he doesn't think I should have him. His thing is, why do you need male friends? You know, and for me, it was like, okay, well, these male friends that I have, they're not it's not that serious. So it was nothing for me to, okay, not necessarily have the same level of relationship that I did with my male friends before we got together. So I didn't really, he was, he might have been, you know, without reason or without cause kind of insecure about me having guy friends, but it didn't bother me because I didn't really have a deep enough relationship with these guy friends for me to argue and say, well, no, we've been friends for 20 years. I'm not going to stop talking to him for you type thing. So there, it really was no issue there for me. So it was perfect. It was it was perfect. Oh, buddy. Okay, it was a, it was allegedly perfect. That's good. I haven't seen the perfect yet. I mean, I've been and I'm currently with as as close to perfect as I think that I'm going to get. And so I'm happy because I'm 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 there. But there's even still some things that I know I'm like, oh, we got to work on this. We got to work on this. We got to work on this. I mean, just little things. But like I said, I just I can't go with anyone being perfect. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's done something to annoy you. Maybe he pisses on the toilet seat. Maybe he leaves it up. Maybe he can't cook. Maybe he can't. No, clean. he can't cook. He can cook. His he car's can, dirty. He, he's, he's broke. A, he, no, uh, bad credit. <laughs> that, well, he might have bad credit. <laughs> he might got bad credit. But listen, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I think that kind of ties into our standards and what we expect of our partners. And so when I think we all have different, you know, boxes to check and so forth. He needs to have a job. He needs to have a car. Maybe not necessarily a nice car. But for some girls, it might be he needs to have a Mercedes only type thing. So when you find somebody who can 
check all the boxes to you that's your perfect thing and that's okay and i and and i think that might be a little bit of what it is compared to my ex-husband who had nothing who was a cheater who was abusive um to find someone that was like a hundred percent or a total 360 i think i might have gotten caught up in what was so drastically different and not realizing you know not not catching those those signs that maybe it might've been there that would have led me to know that maybe this isn't perfect or maybe he's not on the same, he's not where I am, you know, or maybe I was just clingy because he was so much better than the last person. That, that I <laughs> that, that, that's what I have been fortunate enough to be in enough relationships to where I'm like the perfect rebound dude. Oh no! Because I mean, you know, now currently I have a girlfriend, so it doesn't matter. But are you a rebound still, or what? No, nah, I'm not a rebound anymore. But <laughs> because I can check so many boxes, I'm gonna treat you good. I'm a lot more sensitive than a AKA, lot of. Okay, he's gonna trick on you. That's what that means. No, it's not. I'm gonna trick on you. But I've heard that several times. Like, oh, you're the best boyfriend, guy friend, whatever we have going on that I've had. And what I think it is, is because if you come from such a shitty relationship and you have a person that's putting a lot into you, and I'm not even just talking about financially, like you two think that I do, but I'm just saying, like, I I pay (laughs) extra close attention to details, to different things. I'm going to hit all the little things out of the park. And it's like the current girlfriend I have at, at times, she said, you know, hey, you're perfect, blah, blah, blah. And then when I get to the clingy, needy, emotional side of me, you know, some, some people, they can't handle that. So I was like, you're perfect in a sense. But uh, once your flaws start to come, okay, maybe you're not that perfect no more. That's, that's my thing. I always thought that when you, when you go to someone that's a complete 180, it's such a new experience that you're like, oh, my goodness, this is perfect. That's just like the first time I had five guys coming from McDonald's. I was like, damn, this is so good. I never had this before. It's cooked fresh. It's greasy. It's it's heaven. Bruh. Have you ever gotten tired of five guys, though? No, kind of. Yeah, yeah, I had it last night. It's not all that. Um, but, you know, I mean, I found other stuff now that's on that level, and I just think that once you get out there and you find another guy like that, He's gonna really knock you out of the park. Uh, so my so my next question is 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 it possible? Have you ever has anyone ever been in a situation where they found somebody who let's not say perfect, but close to perfect, but they just weren't into them in that way? Yep. Uh, At least for me, I can I can say that. Oh, never mind. I agree that it's about chemistry. So I, that's that's that, that's my question because like I, I for my for my best friend, I think there's one guy he was so in love with her. With her, he did. Air, he was an amazing. Guy. And I was like, girl, you better marry that man. The feelings will come later. <laughs> um, okay. She, and, well, no, she did. She tried. To, she did. She was in a relationship with him, but she never got into him like that, and it just didn't work. But he was amazing. I've been in a relationship that was that was like that. Um, without getting into too much detail, 
with the person, but this girl was like on a completely different level from me and checked all the boxes. And it was just like, when I thought about it over time, it wasn't what I was looking for. It was like it, any other guy would have took what she offered and ran with it, but it wasn't the situation I wanted to be in because I wanted the opportunity to be with someone and build something, not go into a, a, a situation where the kingdom is built. I just need to be the king. I wanted to fight for it. And I think that it was like more of a respect thing at times. Like I didn't feel like she respected me as much because I was still very early on in my career. And it was just like, she was on a complete another level for me. And so I, I, think I, I stupid. you think it's stupid. I do. I think that's a little bit of what I'm experiencing uh, now. And I just think it's, I think, you know, sometimes our, our, it, it sounds like what you're saying is, is as a, as an immature person in your career, you are afraid of a strong or successful Whoa. person. Never been immature. Let's no, check I said in, in your, front in door. Your, yeah, that's that's definitely a career, that's definitely a lie. Definitely a lie. Said, <laughs> wait, hold on. What is a lie for what? I'm not immature at all. Right. I said on, immature dog. in your career, meaning young, <laughs> new to the workforce type thing. Because Hi, Dad. That's not your dad. Girl, I'm sorry. Bye. <laughs> hey, what's up, baby? What I'm saying is, I wasn't immature in my career, but the fact that she was such a seasoned veteran, there's a lot of guys that would have took a girl that was deep in her career, has a, a big house, a car, all that, and just say, okay, you know, I'm just going to come in, be the compliment, blah, blah, blah. That's not what I wanted. And I felt like, in the relationship, there were certain boundaries that were crossed and a certain level of respect that I felt like I didn't get, you know, like I remember after we had broke up, she came back to me and was like, you know, you were just so focused on your career, blah, 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 you know, and this and that. And I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, I have to do what I got to do for myself first. Yeah, that's how it works. And I get you. Yeah. And don't be the same girls. Well, I mean, I generalize. But some women are like that, like, oh, well, you're focused on your career. But then the flip side, like, oh, well, like you said, he doesn't check the boxes. Oh, he don't have a biz. He ain't got this. He ain't got a house. He ain't got that. Well, I'm trying to get these things. And you're you're wilding out on me about that. So you got to, you, know, you can't have your cake and eat it. You know what I'm trying to chop a nigga balls off and stuff. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> no, I, I didn't say that. But again, like, I know in this, and I, so I go back to the whole insecurity things because I think that's what what you're saying. It, it almost sounds like that because the whole thing is is that oh well you you you've got your shit together. Let me get mine together, you know. And I'm not trying to hinder you as a man from getting your stuff together. Does that mean you can't be in a relationship with somebody who's already got their stuff together? And if so, what sense does that make? Well, once again. In this scenario, when a person tells you that, hey, you don't have to worry about, or you're too uh, career focused for me, I don't think that's the same as what you're saying, because this person is basically telling me, hey, you could fall back and just and just basically barely get by and I'll carry us. You get what I'm saying? Right. So even if she gave you that option, did you have to, was it a problem if you decided not to take that option? So yeah, it's a problem because I wear the pants. I don't wear a dress. Well, hold on, L. What, what, hold on, hold on, hold on. What, uh, L, what did you have to say? It's like you want yeah. to jump in. No, no, that's okay. Because um, I would think if you were to flip it in reverse, so it's like, okay, so you have your empire built, 
and that's fine and dandy. Were you with somebody in a relationship while you were building your empire? So now that your empire is built and now you're with somebody who's trying to build their own, you have to kind of give them that same courtesy because once upon a time, somebody allowed you that time to where you could build your empire. I'm all about work. That's me. I'm very career driven. And I let my partners know like, hey, boo, like I'm not about to be going out this weekend because I have to study or I'm trying to prepare for this briefing or whatever the case is. And you have to be able to compromise that with me. So in your situation, Adolphus, like I would think the same thing. It's like, well, how can you, you can say that because your empire is already built. You have to give me that same courtesy to be able to build mine. I don't want to be on the back burner and just ride on your coattail. That's what I would think. Right. And I think that's an easy thing to just to say to the person you're with, as opposed to, Oh, okay. I know I can't be in this relationship because maybe she just didn't understand. She's not, we're not men. So we don't know what it feels like for a man to basically ride the coattail of a woman. So I may, I may think I'm being a good woman to you and, you know, sharing my success with you by saying, okay, babe, I got you. And you're taking it as, Oh, you don't want me to be a man. Communication hmm. is key. Looking at okay. you, bro. Okay. <laughs> well, that, that makes sense. So that, that kind of tags on to the next thing I want to talk about as far as, okay, so of course, nobody's perfect. So with nobody being perfect, that means that there's going to be, you know, sometimes you have to, you know, give somebody a pink slip, say, hey, thank you, but no thank you. Uh, it's time to move on. So what, what would be the best advice, of, you know, ladies first, you think would you give people out there listening as far as getting in out of relationships and then, you know, Lauren, what's your situation as far as getting in out of marriage? Like maybe what would be your, your tips as far as, you know, hindsight's always 2020 things you could have did maybe better, maybe waited longer, you know, did certain things and maybe improve certain aspects of your relationships. So I'm going to say, first of all, I'm just going to piggyback off last time when I said I was perfect. Cause I'm, I'm pretty good. So, but the thing is, is I think for women, I think we should not cling to good times. I think we have a tendency to cling to that honeymoon phase of a relationship where everything was perfect, where we were just meeting and everything was really good. And then, you know, reality sets in and then things start to change and we start to see their true colors and we want to focus on who they were in the beginning Uh, which is really just a facade, not realizing that. And so I think to realize those signs, to recognize those signs, and when a guy starts to change, you know, in the midst of a relationship, be aware of that and don't continue on in something that no longer suits you because of who he used to be when you first met him. Because I think that was my biggest issue was like, oh, well, when I first met him, he did this, he did that. I know he could be that guy again. You know, I just got to figure out what it is. So my biggest advice to women, per se, is when a man shows you, well, this is Oprah, so she said when a person, but so, but for me, when a man shows you who they are, believe them and don't be afraid to walk away from a situation that's not fitting because time really does heal all wounds. You'll get over it. I would agree. I would agree completely. I would say the biggest thing that I would give to people is like when I got out of my last major relationship, one of the first things I thought, because I knew it was bad and I, I really deep down knew like, all right, he's not the one for me. I'm not truly happy anymore. But I 
I invested so many years at that point. We're talking like three, like four years. So the first thing I thought of was like, damn, I got to start over with somebody else eventually. And that's so much energy. It takes up so much time. And I would really just say just it's okay. If if you know it's not right, move on. Both parties move on because it's going to happen eventually. If you know that person is not right for you, go move on to what's going to make you happy. Because if you're not happy, that relationship is going to fail no matter what. I would think. Sounds about right. Love to agree with that too. <laughs> uh, for me, the advice that I would give for people getting in and out of relationships is um, slow down, take your time, get to know people, um, get to know the ins, the outs, the ups, the downs. And before you decide to commit to something, go through a struggle with the person. Because I feel like when everything is good, everybody's happy mm-hmm. but to truly know that you care for a person is when you're down when all the chips are down Preach. and they're still there to support you and that's why i love the woman that i love because out of every girl that i have ever been with when the shit hit the fan she was still there mm-hmm. and so i i respect and i support her so just take your time get to know people don't rush into the bedroom and really figure out what you want to do and find yourself too. that. That's just my advice. I saw, I have a question real quick because, um, in, in my limited relationship experiences, um, for me, I have done just that. Obviously I stick by people. They're down. I help them out. I've been, you know, blessed to be able to, help people, not just, you know, converse by being there physically, but helping financially in, in a, in a substantial way. Um, and I always seem to find that when you stick with the guy through a struggle, it, he turns the shit on you in the end. And then all the time that so you put true. in and all the struggle that so, you've been so through, that all the struggle that, that is you've not been true, that, no, that that's that's absolutely true. Cause like from experience, that is that's true. from ex- that's both relationships. When you talk about like if I if if I say that to my ex husband, I can say the same same for my ex husband and the relationship I just got got out of. I've been through because the, my ex said the exact same thing that you just said. Oh, we got to go some, through something together, and I was confused about it. I was like, why do we have to go through something? Like I don't. First of all, that doesn't make sense to me. But if something should happen, when something did happen. I did have his back and then all of a sudden now he's on his feet. He's doing well. He's doing good. And it's, oh yeah, you you know, you're amazing. You're this, you're beautiful. You're that you're a perfect woman. You're just not perfect for me. So let me go find somebody else. Okay. Well, I I think that you're speaking from your own (laughs) personal experience, which that's good. I admire that. But with two men though, because, so that's what I'm saying. What is it? What you say? You say that you want somebody to stick with you through the struggle. Men say that, but my whole problem is, is men are really sensitive, and I almost think they're weakened to a certain extent because. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let You're let not gonna sit here. Oh, oh, yeah. this, this, is weak, weak, man, this is this is a this is a lifetime. We're not, yeah, this is what I'm saying, and it's stuff just like that. Your even your reaction to me calling you weak. Women endure so much stuff from men. Oh, but the at the first sign of a woman, if I say you're weak, what are you if talking I've done about? Something, then you guys are. Oh, I can't deal with this. I gotta walk away from this. Endure so much. 
Okay, so next time we're all in a building that's getting robbed and they say, hey, let the women and children go. You, you hang around with me. Oh, I'm getting pistol whipped by somebody. So how, let's, many let's, times ha- how many times did that happen to you, though? Doesn't matter. It's still the, it, it's still it, the theory. You should know. Women, it's, women in Georgia. I got robbed before, but it's not, um, anyway. it's, not, it's not even that. It's just that you're saying, like, oh, y'all been through so much. Everybody goes through things. So you can't just, again, we spoke about this earlier. You can't just that's generalize that all women go through this crazy struggle that's definitely yeah, not true what about all the fire here and just because you had a couple bad apples say the whole tree is bad because that's not the case maybe you need to look at yourself and stop uh, attracting all these punk ass niggas that obviously want to use you and you get you a real king or get you a real man that's going to uh, be able to take care of you that's all please, I'm saying. Please enlighten me on the qualities of a real man so I know what I'm looking for next time. Are well, they, are they man, tall? Like are said, they short? Are they light skin or dark skin? What, what what does a real man look like so that I know? Well, look, what I'll do is I'm gonna I'm gonna when this podcast is over, I'm gonna send you a picture of myself so you there can see what a real man looks like. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, all jokes aside, not for real. Like when I say the struggle, like I don't necessarily mean I don't need your help financially, but sometimes I need that shoulder to cry on. I need that support or something or, or just anything like that. Like a struggle doesn't have to necessarily be financial or health or anything like that. I mean, you could be dealing with a death in the family. You could have uh, some, uh, some, some obstacles at work or just different things. So it really just kind of all depends. I mean, I'm not sure I what happened. That would pertain to you. That sounds like something that would pertain to you as far as what you're looking for you can't overgeneralize that and speak for the whole male species because then we can in turn respond with the same thing. She and I have both obviously been in different relationships, but had the same experience to where we were the rock. We held it down for him when he went down, be it financially, be it, you know, mom had a breakdown. I was there for you. You had a death in the family, all that. I've been there for you. I had one issue and you turned to the hills and ran. Yes. Preach girl, preach. So, I think I think that's probably more so specifically to you, and maybe our situation is more specifically to us. Maybe we really can't overgeneralize, but these are situations that are happening, and that's why she's bringing it up because we've been there, done that. So that's my input. Those are my thoughts. Well, I mean, again, everybody's different, but it's kind of like, dang. I feel like I'm learning that we really there's a lot of overgeneralization that's been taking place as as a whole male versus female males act like this females act like that or respond like this but it when we really talk about it I mean I don't I haven't met everybody here but when we really talk about it it's like all right well maybe that's specific to you or we have different viewpoints and so forth so maybe we do too much overgeneralizing that's I'm trying to learn that but generalizations come from realities like just from the conversation that we're having like I talk to you and you say that you've had the same experience that I have and then I talk to 10 other women and they all say they've had the same experience so we start that's what a general generalizations aren't normally false information it's based off the reality a generalization a stereotype they're almost the same thing they're based off you know I'll basically fact they're not they're not lies yeah. it's a preconceived notion or experience is the experience that's happened it could be so what it what it so when going into a new relationship then the next question is is how do you not because it's funny because i've been dating again 
And uh. in my head, it's <laughs> <laughs> in my head. I, every time somebody says I'm like, oh yeah, that's bullshit. Heard that before? That's bullshit. And I really have it. It almost comes naturally to me now, but I really have to stop and say, okay, wait, because I'm almost judging these these new people by my past and i don't know exactly how not to do that are we not supposed to take our experiences are we not supposed to learn from our experiences with our past relationships hmm. i'll let you take that uh g money all right so of course you're supposed to learn from your experiences but uh, again how how quickly well, you said you took a, a break, right, from dating people for a while, right? Yeah, I didn't have a relationship until I think uh, what two years after I was divorced is when I had my first relationship. So, do you mean like relationship, or actually just like dating people? No, it was I was in a relationship with one person. So, I mean, like, so you literally didn't like deal with any other dudes for two years. Well, we were on and off for two years, so I okay, dealt so, with two people. So I dealt with two count. people over the last two years. Okay, so uh, the thing that I would say is that you do have to take time to get yourself together, get yourself right physically, mentally, emotionally, and know what you are and are not going to deal with. Because again, life is too short to deal with a lot of nonsense. There's a gajillion people, not literally a gajillion people, but there's a lot of people on earth. And again, know what your standards are, know what you're going to do, who you're going to deal with. If somebody is kind of, you know, give you the runaround, jerking you around, not giving you attention, you think you, you know, deserve or earned or feel you should have, and uh, say, hey, thanks for no thanks. You know, move on to the next one. Now, the caveat on that, don't be so picky where you're going to be the, you know, 40 year old career professional that quote-unquote can't find a man but you know sometimes people joke around sometimes people having bad days sometimes you know that's just how they're acting that day but sometimes you have to give a little bit of time but from past experiences like you say you should be able to see like all right i've i've seen this coming i kind of know the playbook then you got to kind of say you know what take the uh, reins in your hands and say yeah i'm out so and, and again you can't be afraid to do that like okay you haven't invested as much as you have in the past, so it shouldn't be as, you know, emotionally damaging to do something like that. So, know what you want to do, make a decision. If you think it's going good, keep the reins in your hands. If not, find you another person to talk to. So, that's cool. That's good advice. I can appreciate that. I'll send you. A, I'll send you a bill in the mail. So don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. So, moving on. So I. You know, I get bored at work because no comment. I don't really like Uh-oh. my job. I really don't like my job that much. No, nah, I ain't not like that. So I was thinking back to something we spoke on earlier, back to, you know, talking about, you know, if your your man made $400 million, would you have a problem with him stepping out? So I don't even know how I thought about this, right? So this this just, wow, really? I'm a God-fearing Christian brother. All right. Happy Black History okay. Month again. All right. So, <laughs> so one thing I think about, because I, I, I pay attention to people's relationships I have in the past, like just looking at things like, you know, this is what I would do. This is what I wouldn't do. 
I think this is how this happened or whatever. So one thing that I noticed with certain people is that once they get married or whatever, on either side, but the side I pay attention to is the, the woman become a guy. So I've seen some situations that after women, you know, get married or whatever, they kind of, not just women, but this is who I'm focusing on. Sometimes they kind of let themselves go or maybe they have a kid and they just like, you know, completely fall apart, right? So stay with me. It's about to get like really off the wall real yeah, fast. Yeah, explain yourself. So, <laughs> so, all right. All right. So, so tying into this Trappist one, you know, new set of planets or whatever, because apparently anything's possible is other planets, other universes. Let's say in, I don't know, 5,000 years, they create a time machine, right? Cool. Now, ladies, is this considered cheating if your man goes in the time machine and sleeps with your past self that was like way better than you were in your current state? Is that considered cheating? Because technically, he's still with you. It's just the quote unquote better version of you. So I'll let y'all take the floor with that. Wait, hold on, pause. What did I say? Where the hell do you get these questions from? Unpause. Y'all go ahead. I just, I think I feel some type of way about you thinking that I'm not hot anymore. The best, right? The best version of myself now. Okay, well, you can't, you can't say that though, because okay, obviously. Okay, let's let's say for example, let's say that you were a you know high school cheerleader compared to your let's say 20, 30 year old self. There's well, most cases you're not going to be that same physical specimen as you were back then, which is natural because people age. But I'm just saying, if that were possible, I mean that's kind of a compliment. Like yo, like you know, maybe this will uh, encourage me no, to step my like game it. up. No, just I don't like it. Just talk to me and be open and honest and all that. Like, right. And my 30 year old self can put on a chili uniform if that's what you need. Like, I, I think, I think, well, but is that chili self going to be at like 8% body fat <laughs> and tone caps? Listen, I think, I think going back in time to have sex with the earlier version of the person you're with is, is, is no different from watching porn, which I also have a problem with. You're, what is, what is, what is that? What is, what are you talking about? I'm answering your question. So, no, what is this? What is this porn thing that you speak of? I, I, bored. For no, oh, yeah. Shout out to xnxx.com. <laughs> I was just uh, like, I think y'all was going to tell me that Pornhub was free on Valentine's Day, so I think you know what porn is. Uh, Pornhub is free every day. A Pornhub Premium was free on Valentine's that was, Day. That was Marcus Sniffles. Uh, well, how would I know that? I don't know. Marcus, Marcus Sniffles is the deviant of the group, so I, I know not what you speak of. Yeah, me neither. I'm actually going to go grab uh, some holy water and sprinkle it on myself real quick. <laughs> well, regardless, my point is is that going back and re- it's 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 not real, basically. It's like you would rather be in a fantasy world whether than being in the current in the real with who you're supposed to be sticking out without with your life partner so no i don't want you to go back and have sex with an 18 year old version of myself because it's almost kind of pedophilia because you would still well you would still be your age right i i don't know okay that's that's a bit of a reach but okay okay well the one then there wasn't this on the noted professor too like when the dude had drunk that potion and he was a younger version of himself and she got mad at him. He wasn't younger. He was just skinnier. He was younger, too. No. No, he was just skinnier. 
So I bet, think bet a hundred dollars. I mean, I mean, bet mm -hmm. some money on it. He was younger and skinnier. I think in Back to the Future, if you've seen Back to the Future, he went back, and I mean, he wasn't screwing anybody, but of course, he's seen him, his younger self, his his mom, and all those people younger, but not in Nutty Professor. No, you're just wrong. No, and the Nutty Professor too, the clumps. He the the um the dad did drink that potion in the garage, and he turned to his younger self. And then he went to the room to, you know, do the mom. Oh, you should have said the princess too. You can't like leave out important details like which sequel we're, uh, you know, which which one we're well, talking about. You should be game enough to know either or. But my point is, if it was I, I me, I'd be very mad if my woman went back to sleep with an older version of me, a younger version of me. And honestly, if it was me and I had the option, I wouldn't do it because I feel like if we're in a situation where. We're in a relationship. We're married. Even if I'm 75 and she's whatever, I would still not go back to the earlier age because it's like I've grown to love you. We've experienced that together. Why am I going to oh my cheat myself? No, I'm just why saying. Are you, why are you lying to the people? Yes, I'm not lying to the people. You are wild. This man trying to get all the brownie points. Right? I'm not you trying to get no brownie points. I would not do you. that. Like Honestly, I wouldn't. We'll talk. We'll talk offline. We can talk offline. I wouldn't do it. Like, I really no, wouldn't. this is offline. We gotta talk open. Yeah, talk open. I wouldn't do it. I mean, I'm trying to figure out why you would do it. Why would you do it? Like, what? What First is the appeal? All, in it I for didn't you? say. I didn't say I was gonna do it. I was. It sound like it. Well, why did you think about it? Like, where did the thought come from? Well, the did thought you think, was. Hmm, this well, it, how much time do we have? Because there was. A, it was actually more than that. Shout out to X videos. That's where you got the idea. Nah, nah, I don't know what that is. I think nah, it's different well, trying to go back to somebody like a younger version of somebody and date them versus somebody you're in a relationship with and you're committed with and then you're trying to go date a younger version of them. That's different in my opinion. Yeah, to me, that's kind of sick. That's just like, I know of a situation where some guys will go, go and like when they go to cheat, will look for a younger doppel Doppelganger, doppelganger, is that what it's called? Doppelganger, yeah, that's weird. Doppelganger of their uh, y'all really, y'all really took this way further than I was. <laughs> I just wanted a simple yes or no question answer. No, so, I definitely am wow. on the no side. Love killer Trey is no. Okay, well, I'll, I'll explain my my theory off offline. Some might it, it could make me rich one day, but continue. Oh. But um. Yeah, that was uh, pretty much all I had to, to speak about. What else? What else should I chop it up about real quick? Well, next thing we got to do with this uh, friends. Boom, 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 boom. How many of us have them? I know Lauren touched on it earlier about male friends, female oh, yeah. friends. Uh, me, I have a ton of female friends. Yeah, you do. A lot of them. I, I, yeah, and you know what? I think. I th it's interesting because I have actually been unfriended by male friends that I have. And this one guy, I just noticed I wasn't his friend on Facebook anymore. His wife doesn't like me. He just got married. And uh, his wife doesn't like me for whatever reason or another. And so he actually unfriended me. So I texted him. I was like, hey, I just noticed we're not friends on Facebook anymore. His response was, you know, you got to cut your finger off to save your hand type thing. Um, so I, I think when you're married... <laughs> I think when you're married or looking to move towards that state, you have to realize or you have to make a decision. 
is this friend, you know, worth the, the person that I feel like I'm going to spend the rest of my life with? And I think if you're a good friend on the other end of that, you would understand, you would realize, because it doesn't even have to be just about male friends. My female friends that have gotten married, I see less of, I talk to them less. So it's really not a, can you have them? It's just a more of a, a, a maturity thing, I think, when it comes to once you reach that certain point in a relationship. Hmm. Well, for me, um, I've had this discussion with my significant other uh, on several occasions, and I've told them the women do, that I do call friends are not a threat at all to her. She doesn't have to worry about them. I mean, a lot of them, like I put ideas on them, they put ideas on me. But honestly, the the main women that I call my friends, they're the women that have been down for me uh, for a long time. Like I know this one, I don't talk to her all the time. You know, we're not like on the phone a lot or anything, but I know when I was back in Jack's, didn't have a car, needed a ride to work, she bust her tail to get me to work. That's a person that's always gonna, I'm not gonna delete that person because I know if it hit the fan, that's my friend. She got my back. And I feel like the people who, people they need to grow up from a maturity standpoint because if i'm with you in a relationship unfriending you on facebook i can still get at you i know ways to get at you so unfriending you on facebook uh swapping out some numbers in my phone whatever is not gonna work if i truly want to maintain that friendship but i'll let I mean, somebody else I, I'm just gonna say I agree real quick that if basically if a man wants to cheat, he's gonna cheat. So regardless of who you make him unfriend or how sheltered you try to keep him, if he's gonna cheat, he's gonna cheat. But I think the the real question, Adolphus, is do you consider anybody that you've had a sexual relationship to still be your friend? And those those are for me, those are the things I worry about. Like, are you friends? Like my one of my exes um was really close friends with somebody who he had used to sleep with so when we were married and i was like yeah i don't think that's a friend that you should continue to have because you've had a sexual relationship with that person so i think no i think that's on a totally different level now people that i have had a sexual relationship now we may be um we may follow each other on social media but i'm not going to have any contact with them when i say friends i'm talking about people that i have not kissed hugged shared a drink with nothing like these are just strictly friends and i also think if you're gonna have these type of relationship you do need to disclose that information because i do know some men that'll carry around their quote-unquote sister and maybe then you know blowing it back them. out yeah definitely <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> i mean facts only but no nah, i'm saying them shout you out to say that <laughs> I don't know what it, only hamsters I recognize the ones in my elementary school. In the Shout out to you, Jizz. Oh, wow. Hey, anyways, so you <laughs> say that, but it's easier said than done. Like, how many, your significant other is not going to hear that, oh, yeah, you know, this is my friend, dot, dot, dot. Nah, that's not, good luck with that conversation. Put that, yeah, record, put that conversation on speakerphone so I can hear it, so I can laugh at you. It takes, okay, so it takes two in a friendship, right? And me, I've been on both ends of the spectrum. I've been on the side where it's just like, okay, I don't get a good vibe from her. 
I don't like her. She's not your friend. You don't need to be hanging around her. I've been on that side. But I've also been on the other side to where like, I know me personally, I could have a legit friendship with somebody who is of the opposite sex and who is in a relationship. And I don't have any feelings for them or anything like that. So, but I think it's also important for that person to be able to have a relationship of their own separate from their mutual friend. Like, you know what I mean? Like if you're uh, a girlfriend of one of my good homies, I'm going to make sure I have a relationship with you as well, because why not? You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure if that's my best friend, quote unquote, or my good friend, and you're his girlfriend, why wouldn't we be able to have a good relationship? We should all be able to hang out and kick it separate exactly. with him, with him or whatever. So if you start to exclude their significant other, that's suspect. And then that's when questions and issues start to come about, in my opinion. So. I agree a hundred percent. That makes sense. Uh, well, to me, again, just with a lot of these things, it's it's person to person. Some people are not with that period. They're not having it. I don't care how long you know this person. I don't care what y'all's previous re- relationship interaction was. I don't care if y'all are friends insecurity. in the third grade. It's not even that it's insecurity. Just some people aren't with it. Like like you said, people have previous experiences where it's like, you know what? I've seen this go a certain direction. I'm not even given the opportunity to go that way. Well, and I will say this. I, I think of it as now, if it's a new, we're in a relationship, you come up with this new guy friend. Look, I've been the new guy friend. That ain't your friend. But if it's somebody that's, a, I'm just saying. Well, no, that's somebody that's but, if you, but I'm saying, what if you didn't? I agree. Guy? No new friends. <laughs> no new friends yeah. with well, opposite sex. Anyway, is that, that's unrealistic. Because if that was okay, the case. So if that if was the case no, no, okay. If that was the case, I wouldn't be talking to two people on this podcast. So. You know what I'm no, this like, is a professional relationship. That's totally different. We're talking about no new friends, as in, I, like I shouldn't have your phone number. Like we we're not having no. It, it doesn't go beyond strictly business. If you're in a relationship, you what you need new friends for? I'm all the friend that you need. I I disagree with that 100. But anyways, continue. Well, it, it depends, and then because now are these new friends, and they've never met your significant other. Because I kind of feel like if they're new, okay, hey, here's my friend, here's my lover. You know what I'm saying? So, and I would want her to do the same thing for me if she has pre-existing male friends. Okay, introduce me with them. Hey, maybe we can hoop together. Maybe we can hop on the sticks together, or whatever. I'm not yeah. trying to be their best friend, but you know, I need to know these dudes just because I have to pull a 187 on them or whatever. You know, I want to know who you are. If it's a new person, introduce them to me immediately. And make sure conversation is limited. An alleged 187. I, I just can't because, like, I, I work with a whole bunch of men. And so, I and I meet new guys all the time. I, we go to lunch. Like, there's this one guy I work with. We go we go have breakfast together. We go have lunch together. Um, why would I introduce him to my significant other? Like, this is a work "Quote unquote friend." Um, but if you're going to breakfast and lunch, this yeah, month, you're, you're wild. You know, come on, man. Now. Come on, that's that's two hours out of your day potentially. <laughs> like, come on, man. You're you're. Some of the things that you say just they just contradict each other wildly. Like that doesn't make any sense. So okay, when you're when you're asking when your significant others ask you about your day, it's like, oh, how was your lunch break? Oh, I was with Paul again. Oh, what'd you have for breakfast? Oh, yeah, me Ew, and Paul. Like. like <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my bad. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, how, how does that sound? So now you're gonna lie about it? Like, oh yeah, breakfast is cool, lunch is cool. Okay, that's very vague, but all right. You know what I'm saying? Like that that doesn't make any sense to me. But yeah, I try to keep it a buck with my girl. Um, like I'll tell her to whom because sometimes like I hang out after work. I'll go ahead and tell her everybody that's gonna be there because sometimes it will be male and female, and I just want her to know instead of just finding out. But that's, but, but that's what I'm saying. Like you're saying, introduce, you said introduce. So my whole thing is, is, okay, yeah, I have lunch with this guy, but why would I, it, and even if you go out after work with some, some coworkers, why do they need to meet your significant other? That's what you said. So I'm just trying to get clarity on that because well, look, if I don't you, think my if you, if me and you are in a relationship, you having lunch with punk ass Paul and breakfast with punk ass <laughs> Paul, Paul's going to have to see me on the weekend. Exactly. What if, what if I like, went up at Paul at, at the shoe store and he wants to give you a, a work hug? It's like, yo, who is this? Who is this dude? Like, yeah, he'll be the work oh slap. Exactly. He'll catch his work face. Yeah, I don't know what barn be on. Listen, you know that I think that's the number one place where affairs start is in the workplace. Like, yep. my team lead, my team lead was sleeping with one of the the COOs and her, all her, all the, her people that were under her friends on Facebook and her husband blasted her for looking up how to suck dick on Google. And then all her coworkers, all the people that are under her are at work, you know, chit chatting about her. Cause she said, so I, I mean, I get it, but what can you really do? Because they spend, you spend eight to 10 hours a day at work with other people. Ooh, I'd love, I'd love to revisit this one at a later time. Cause that, that's, I have other theories on that too. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna make sure I write this down on my list of things to talk about later on. So I think there's levels to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, maybe not necessarily have to meet face to face. Maybe that might happen eventually. Well, your significant other should know if you're spending one-on-one -on -one time with somebody else, be it a coworker, a friend, or whatever, your significant, I think, should know of it because you're spending one-on-one -on -one time with them. Eventually, it might get back to them or whatever have you. Like, you wouldn't have that open communication. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's hard to say. I, I get it, but it's also, it also it, you know, it always starts off very innocent. Like Always. yeah, yeah, we're yeah. having lunch and breakfast together, but we're we're talking about work over. We're just walking to the cafeteria together, and then we in the, instead of coming back to our desk, we decide to sit in there and talking. You know, it, you it, know he admits he's in love with you, and you're like, whoa, oh, wow. what? <laughs> hey, look, when I, when I when I when I broke up with my ex, I did say I was gonna steal him from his girlfriend. He is pretty cool. I like him. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm just kidding. Well, I mean, yeah. So it. It's again, it's it's based on the people. Like, if that person, if the people know, like, hey, you know, this isn't what it is. I think it can be done. I think uh, people of the opposite sex can be friends. It's just, just have to be on your p's and q's. And then if they start wilding out, being like, hey, uh, we can't go to breakfast and lunch no more because you're acting crazy. So, quick. Well, I know but that's the key thing. You got to cut yeah. it off when you see they're not behaving right. Yes, when they yeah. the first sign of affection. Yeah, you Absolutely. gotta definitely. Yeah, but sometimes it can come across innocent. You cannot recognize it. Okay, but by the time you recognize it, you have to. Like by the time you, yeah. there's no way. Okay, there might be a couple passes that you might not catch. Like, oh, were they were flirting with me? 
but there's going to come a point where you are going to realize it. And that's when you really need to just cut it off completely. Oh, is winking crossing the eye? He be winking at me sometimes. Is that, I, see, I don't know how to read a wink. Because you don't want to. Because sometimes who, people who's are just. Winking, like, who's winking in 2017? It depends on the person. That's some wild shit. He's not. I'm going to wink at you. Like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that you, you might have to report them immediately just for them knowing how to wink like consistently. Hey, be careful with reporting. Listen, if he winks all the time to everybody or everything, ah, okay, it's whatever. But if he's only winking at you, yeah, yeah, he's bugging. He out. wants it. Okay, well, real <laughs> real quick, just one more quick uh, quick hot take from from the ladies. So again, all this is pretty much relationship based. One way that people try to find relationships or get relationships, male or females, but again, I want to focus on the female aspect because it ties into a lot of uh, their psyche and how they view themselves, how other people's view them. So, how do y'all, how do y'all feel about women out here with thirst traps? I give a quick example. Um, somebody that I know, his uh, wife posted a picture on her social media in her underwear because you know she likes to work out. She wants to show her progress. You know that her her butt is getting bigger allegedly. <laughs> and, watching. Well, again, I would say that's thirst trappish, but again, she's married, so she's like, "Oh, what's the same thing as my bathing suit?" Me personally, I'm not. That's just not fly with me. We're not doing that. So, how do y'all feel with uh, about young ladies uh, thirst trapping for attention? Well, that's how do you feel? Do you thirst trap? Mm-hmm. Who me? Nah. No, not you. So let me just say this. <laughs> Not Let me public. say this. I, I think it. I think it depends. So me personally, I I have never, um, I've never felt like it was okay to do what you call thirst trapping, uh, especially not if you're in a relationship. I feel like your body should be for your mate. I've never personally agreed with wearing a bikini. I've never worn a two piece because I feel like it's too revealing. I don't care if you are going to the beach. I feel like it's just too revealing. So I don't agree with that. I think it's wrong. And I think it's, it's, it's too much like your body and what it looks like should be just for the person that you're intimate with. And I also think there are nice, there are, there are decent ways to show off your body without wearing or being naked or wearing little next to nothing so i don't agree with that no i've never done it but i have been thinking about it lately since i'm single and i've been working out so do it lauren do <laughs> it. <laughs> all right so uh, what, what do you think i um i mean wearing a bikini whatever but as far as thirst traps on social media and all that it's unnecessary you're feeding for attention and if you're in a relationship, or especially if you're in a marriage, why are you seeking attention from other people? Why are you seeking validation from other people? Because in my opinion, that's all it is. You're seeking for validation on your progress or whatever. Like Lauren just said, you could show off that you're making progress in your workouts and your body transformation without literally showing it all. Like I see it all the time. I follow IG, you know, fitness and all these different things, female fitness or whatever. And these girls are out there in the gym, working out and short sex show half their asses and uh, a bra, a sports bra. Not necessary. Not necessary. If you're going to do it, I guess each is on it. If you want to do that, you feel confident, that's fine. But do I think it's necessary? 
Absolutely not. That's you showing off and trying to get attention. That's and then what does that and what does that say about the men that they are, are, are dating? So that the question to both guys, if your girlfriend was in the fitness or whatever, would you be okay with her exposing herself on social media in that way? Hell no. Nope. So that was pretty easy. <laughs> so um Pretty much so, so. So wrapping up, my my thing with the thirst trap is, of course, the new age these kids are growing up with social media. Like I, I mean, we kind of grew up with them not on the level they did or the access that they had, or that they have currently. As far as being like I in my job, I'm around people of that age where they're always on their phone, on Snapchat, Instagram, whatever. They they equate likes to you know people actually really like him, that that's their, the, the battery in their back to their self That's their validation. I'm worthy yeah, it's, because it's, I have this like, come on. Yeah, but a lot of it is, uh, I guess, the male to female you thing. You should be getting that from their mate, though. So there's well, an issue. There's well, a yeah, there's, issue there. But there's, there's kids that are getting like way more attention than they should at that age. Me personally, like if you're in high school, if you're a high school girl, there's no reason you should have you know, 30,000 people following you on Instagram. Like, they're not following you because you're that interesting or you're saying the most inspiring things. Probably because you're possibly thirst trapping. But, uh, yeah, we just have to encourage our, our younger folks to have self-confidence, you know, sometimes log off, you know, have that inner self-confidence. Like, you don't need likes, you don't need retweets, you know, be yourself and people will like you. So that's pretty Absolutely. much all we got yeah you know we're out here positive we're out here for the kids you know everybody you know. our youth is important <laughs> yeah yeah we're gonna need them <laughs> to help uh get some new regime in the next uh two two to four years so mm-hmm. uh just in closing got a couple quick shout outs shout out always to the city of augusta greatest city on earth um shout out pre- to brooklyn if that's the case anyways you're from you're from orlando florida Anyways, free my free my boy. Anyway, free my boy John Gatson. You know what I'm saying? Great free get. You know, I mean, probably should be locked up for the things he did, but that's still my dude from day one. Free John Gatson. Shout out to Trill T at Drink Trill Trill T on Twitter. Uh, support a Black Mass Project product. He's got great pro- product tea or whatever. It's really good. I like it. And shout out to my boy KJ the Dallas Kid at Hoops KJ Hoop on Twitter. These, these cool people. Um, y'all got any shout outs? Anybody want to holler at? Go ahead. Yes, I have a quick uh, little shout outs. Uh, shout out to Ice Code FX, still in the works. Um, shout out to everybody that uh, that has seen, reviewed, replayed the last episode. Uh, we, oh, yeah, definitely. So yeah, I'm we were able to get more likes, more spins than we've ever gotten. Um, shout out to myself for really pumping this thing through. Uh, Love Killer Trey. Wow. On Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Ice Cold AC, a part of the Ice Cold FX. Signing out. You're a sicko. I'm a sicko. The fudge? Anyways, shout out to the team. Shout out to the squad. You put in work. I appreciate it. I'm going to step it up, get this Facebook page popping. So, again, if you do Mm -hmm. listen, comment, support. If you want to come on, hit us up. We'll bring you on. We can chop it up. Uh, Lauren, you there? Who you, who you got to shout out real quick? I don't want to shout out to anybody because I kind of hate everybody right now. Except <laughs> me. Shout out to me for bringing you on. Shout out to Urban Champ last you week. You know what? Ron, that's hold true. it down. Hey, you know what? You, that's yeah. right because this is a release for me and it allows me to express my feelings. So thank you, Love Killer Trey, whatever your name <laughs> is. <laughs> the worst, the worst uh, Twitter ad. In Twitter history, uh, oh, what do you who you guys hey, shout out? Dallas, 
Um, shout out to the cast. It's a lot of fun. It really is a release, so I feel good to be able to let this out because I have so much anger. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, you're lying. You're, you're for real. <laughs> shout out to Courtney. I know your life. Boy, bye. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Courtney and Julian. They're celebrating one month of marriage. Congratulations to them. There we go. With. I know they listen. They read. They do all that. So I give them a nice little shout out. Yeah, shout out to y'all. When yeah. we blow up, I'm going to send you uh, nothing. Like, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> I'll take care of them. Don't worry. I got there it. There you go. I got it. <laughs> but yeah, man, we appreciate y'all listening. Again, if you enjoy it, let us know, comment, repost, tell a friend, tell a friend. Uh, you know, like I said, we do this for for fun. It's a good release. It's good therapy. And if you don't like it, it doesn't matter because we're still gonna do it. So exactly. This is uh, Southeast Seven Hundred Six. Holla, your boy. We out. Peace.